Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, finale. 25 years, 27 films, over 12 and a half hours of podcast, one global superstar. We've covered Will Smith's box office career, caught up with old favorites, discovered new ones, and we can all safely say we've now seen The Legend of Bagger Vance. On the final edition final edition of Getting Willie With It, we hand out awards, reminisce, and close out this series the only way we know how, Big Willie style. Cue theme music. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's in the Box Office. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah, and I want to be very clear, uh, the legal department of our podcast cannot endorse the safety of Legend of Bagger Vance. Watch it at your own risk. <laughs> yes, truly. Um, did it come across I was doing Miami? Uh, I believe it did to Ahmad. I can't see Skype when I'm reading. I can only see whoever's last book, so I just saw yeah. Noah. Ahmad, yeah, I think I think I, I think I saw Mod get a little chuckle out of that. Okay, I, good. I definitely I did. Sure. <laughs> right, it doesn't sound like I was just going insane. Yes, 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 yes. I'm excited for the finale. <laughs> um, this is exciting, though. We're wrapping up getting Willie with it, uh, and we couldn't do so without the 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 person, the inspiration behind it, the one who gave us the idea, the one who's been with us the whole time. Ahmad Oates. Hello, Ahmad. What's up? I am very excited. Give out a bunch of awards. Um, mm-hmm. This has been a, an amazing series. I've discovered some new Will Smith movies to love and hate, so can't complain. Oh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about it all. Um, That's exactly what we were doing here. None of us had enough Will Smith movies to hate. <laughs> <laughs> we have spent the past seven weeks watching twenty-seven Will Smith films ranking them, rating them, and uh, and ultimately going over the uh, prolific career of one of our biggest stars. So we are ending it by uh, a celebration of sorts. Uh, we're going to give out some awards. So let's begin with our 
Uh, awardable quotables or quotable awardables, I think is what I put on Instagram. Uh, these are awards based off of uh, Will Smith quotes from his career. Each episode, uh, we took the films that we watched for that episode. We picked one nominee for each category. So we wound up with uh, six in total, encompassing uh, each period of his career that we went over. And we're going to figure out who won. Here we go. The How Come He Don't Want Me Award, the award given out to the most underrated film or performance of Will Smith's career, our nominees were Enemy of the State, Ali, Hitch, Men in Black 3, Concussion, and Spies in Disguise. Now, obviously, some of these are Oscar-nominated. Some of them are high-grossing. Um... But uh, some of them are, be- and some of those are better than others. Um, so let's let's figure this out. What what are we feeling like uh, for this uh, award? What captures the essence of an underrated Will Smith film? I think it's for me. It's tough because I think there's, I think there's two different possible answers just for me, depending on how I want to interpret this award. On the one hand. I think just literally speaking, the most underrated might be Men in Black 3. I don't think that that movie has really much of a reputation at all. Uh-huh. I think it came and went, and it's actually quite good. It's way better than the second one. It uh, revitalizes the Men in Black franchise very nicely and is a worthy entry into his filmography. On the other hand, relative to like how good it is, I think the answer might be Hitch which I think does have a reputation as kind of like an unsung Will Smith movie. Uh, but still like might, might just belong in the conversation of like the greatest Will Smith, just because it's the only romantic comedy he's done and he's so good at it. Uh, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm between those two. I, yeah. And I, I think for this award, especially the more recent films, kind of all eliminate themselves just because I, yeah, I don't think any of us are considering concussion, but spies in disguise, which could be a contender for me with this award. It's only been a year, right? Mm -hmm. So how are we to say that it's underrated when people are still discovering it and so on and so forth? Um, Hitch and men in black both made a lot of money, but men in black three, especially seems to just be gone from existence. I don't know how much Hitch has talked about it outside of myself. Uh, Enemy of the state came off of, um, his two big ones, Men in Black and uh, Independence Day, and it was just more low tone. It was rated R, um, and so it just it feels different than the others. But it still made like 118 million dollars in 1998. And then uh, Ali is uh, he got nominated for an Oscar for it. Yeah, yeah. You I know? think for me, the Oscar nomination for Ali, like that's it's properly rated. Yeah, <laughs> I. I agree. I, I, I do agree with that. All right, so we're eliminating Ali for sure. Does anybody else feel the same about Concussion and Spies in Disguise as I do? Yeah, I wasn't considering either of those. Yeah, I, th- I think that's fair. All right, so Ahmad, what do you think about the three remaining films? Enemy of the State, Hitch, and Men in Black 3. So Men in Black 3 and Enemy of the State were the two I landed on for this. For for me personally, you know, I hadn't seen Men in Black 3. Um I was a big fan of the Men in Black franchise, but for some reason, when that third movie came out, it just kind of, I don't know, it wasn't on my radar. Um, So, and I also didn't really hear anything um, about whether it was good or not. So, like, not only 
was the movie not on my radar, but I, I didn't have a lot of knowledge about it, how people felt about the movie either. So, you know, that made the fact that it was that it was so good um, that made that that much more important. Enemy of the State is a movie that I've liked for a while um, since I discovered it. But, you know, I don't know if I've ever really had a conversation with anybody about that movie before this podcast. Like, it, it, it seems like I, I don't know much about like how much money it made, but it just also seemed like a movie that like not a lot of people really talk about in Will Smith's filmography. And maybe that's because it's, you know, it's it's early, you know, a lot of people maybe haven't didn't see it or, you know, didn't go back that far in Will Smith's catalog. But um, I think it's between those two for me. I, I did think that Hitch was I, I think it is way better than I think most people think, but I do still think it's it's rated pretty highly as well. Yeah, I agree about Hitch. The thing for Enemy of the State is I do think that it has a decent reputation. I think mm. a big case for Men in Black 3 is a mod. I think you're a testament to it yourself. The idea you were a big Will Smith fan. You had seen seven pounds in theaters. You were seeing his movies when they came out. Um, and yet this came out, you really didn't have any recollection of it being released. You haven't heard anybody talk about it. And I think that there is a negative reputation around the last, around this. And it might be because nobody talks about it. And it's just sandwiched between two shitty men in black movies and men in black, two men in black international. So I think that, that those kind of put pressure on this. And I really don't think anybody, I think that we, I think men in black three might be the answer here. Yeah. I mean, I did see Men in Black 3 in theaters, and if you'd asked me a month ago if it was good or not, I would have told you no, not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did not it like just, it. It just, it just is. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I was in a mood that night, I guess. You didn't like it. I um So yeah, what what do we think? Men in Black 3? I, I feel I feel good about Men in Black 3. Men in Black 3 wins the How Come He Don't Want Me Award. I think that's a strong selection. All right. Especially because it's a movie I think all of us would say to just casual Will Smith fans. Oh, yeah, you should see Men in Black 3. Yeah. yeah. If you like Men in Black, yeah, watch Men in Black 3. Um, the I Make This Look Good Award, the award in which Will Smith looks his best. Okay. I think this might be the most fun that we could have with these categories. So our categories are, our nominees are Men in Black, Bad Boys 2, I Am Legend, Focus, Suicide Squad, and Bad Boys for Life. So for me, I'm thinking it's between Bad Boys 2 and probably Focus. I think there's something to be said for Suicide Squad. You really like his look and, and it's, I I, it's I'm with you. <laughs> which one are you with? Oh, with, with you. Well, technically both of you. I My two were Bad Boys 2 and Suicide Squad. Okay. I see. I... Uh, just because in every in all these movies that he looks good, like he look he looks good in a suit. He has a he has very he has a very nice suit or like a nice like open shirt. In Suicide Squad, I think his look is just very distinct from from his usual stuff. Like I think I think like his look in Focus, for instance, is just his look in Bad Boys Two. Well, I think he's well, like, he's much more dressed up and focused than he's in Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys Two, he's running around and sweating and in cop gear. In Focus, he's in suits, he's in vests, he's in sunglasses, he's shirtless yeah. for a very long time in one of the scenes. 
I guess just when I think Bad Boys 2, I think of like that one scene with his really nice suit. Yeah, his pink suit. Mm. Sure. Yeah. I. And yeah, I guess I guess that's really where I'm coming from. Like, it's just like the peak of his look in a movie. Like, because in most of Suicide Squad, he's in like tactical gear, and right. like looks fine. But that's that's not what I'm thinking of. Uh, but I just you're I thinking really of like, I really thinking like of, hat leather coat. You're thinking of one two minute scene. <laughs> yes, in, in which he's bested by Batman. <laughs> I just feel like that's such a, like to be like what is, what. what what film do you look the best? And he goes, well, I don't know about film, but in these two minutes, <laughs> this is the answer. I I will say I, I am heavily leaning bad boys too, because I think when we think about like physique and then also just like the suits, like bad boys too is like peak Will Smith looking good. But to Noah's point, this look in suicide squad is like, that's fashion. Like he just like like something about that look, it all just really works. Like his facial hair is like is trimmed perfectly. That hat works, the chain, that leather jacket. It's that's that's high fashion right there. So I so I don't I know if I can <laughs> I think he looks good in that scene. I don't know if I can give him the I don't know if I can give that scene this award. No, I I, I understand that. I'm fine. Yeah, and I, I I I do think that I'm like I'm mostly advocating as an honorable mention here because like a mod like I really think the answer just is Bad Boys Two. Like clear, I think no I think one's Bad even Boys considering 2. Focus. He looks amazing I mean, in Focus. We said the whole we said the whole time that we buy him and Margot Robbie, and it's because of how goddamn good he looks. He, that's true. That's a good point because their age discrepancy is quite large. I. But again, for me, like when I think Bad Boys 2, I think the pink suit. And when I think Will Smith in a suit, like bad, it's Bad Boys 2. I think he looks better than he right. in Focus. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm I really, I, I really hate the position I found myself in as the guy who's advocating against Focus. Uh, <laughs> that is very odd. Because there, I just are, don't know why you don't I like Focus. There's, I don't just know why you hate Focus so much. That's what I don't. There's know. so there's so few opportunities for me to uh, commiserate with you two about how good Focus was. <laughs> I think that the best part of Focus is the look of the film. It's how sleek the camera works. It's how sleek the lighting is, and it's how good these two actors look on screen together. And that is not only on Margot Robbie's shoulders alone. That is also him. But I will agree that Bad Boys 2 can be the epitome of, of how he looks, especially physically. He was a young man then. He's moving faster. His arms were really nice. There's one shot on uh, on Google Images when I was looking up stuff for the collages where his arms really work. I try, I think it's actually the shot I have in there, but I just had to cut his arms off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cut his bicep off. But if he wins on my new graphic, the, that will be there. But um, <laughs> Because there's no like clear shot of him putting that coat on. Cause it's all in motion. So it's all a little blurry, yeah. but um, I'm fine with it being bad boys too. I think that's, a, that's, I mean, that's part of the charm of bad right. boys is how good. And I am, uh, I am perfectly happy to give an equally large honorable mention to focus Agreed. in all things. In all things I can, uh, I can take <laughs> men in black loses its namesake category. The I make this look good award it instead does. goes to bad boys too. It looks like kind of a cheap suit. It doesn't hear in Men in Black. Yeah, he he's just looks so much better in so many films than that Men in Black suit. It's 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 a boring suit. That's it's just a regular yeah, black suit. Yeah. But he does look better in it than Tommy Lee Jones. That is true. Um, don't ever do that again. Award the oh award for the aspect of 
a film that Will Smith should never, ever repeat in his career. Again, uh, our nominees, are not, I, I, I could just say the first two if we want. Um, our nominees, the, <laughs> the uh, loosey-goosey racist commentary in Wild Wild West, the magical black person trope in The Legend of Bagger Vance, Don't Kill Good Doggies and I Am Legend, Don't Try to Build a Cinematic Universe in After Earth, No More Accents and Concussion, and what what did I write on the thing? Why can't it don't act your age? Not not acting, not acting your acting. age. It's not. The word is not. Not acting your age in Gemini Man. So I think it's obviously between the first two here. Yes. Right? I do uh, I do want to give a quick like like we don't have to Dishonorable actually have a statue mention. for this, but like a, a mini award out of the four uh that aren't overtly mm. racist. Mm. Uh and I think the answer there is doing an accent. Which some could consider is still racist. <laughs> sure. I'm doing that accent poorly. There's something, there's something going on there. Yeah. There's uh, a gray area. But yeah, I think that was... Uh, it's just really not not suited to his talents. No. I agree. I think is, out of those four remaining, I'd agree with that. And yeah, is, I, the most, is the most likely to like come up. I think it's the most likely he's going to need a reminder in the future to not mm. do again. I will also say that I never advocate for the killing of uh, dogs in movies. It's just unnecessary. We don't need it anymore. Sure. I, I couldn't agree more. Anytime there's a action survival movie or a horror movie with a dog, it's just like, we all know where this is going, which means you don't need <laughs> to put this in your script. There's a, there's a few exceptions. Like it's the whole reason John Wick exists and it works sure, there. Sure. But like as a general rule, don't need to do it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. If it's the catalyst for a franchise, then okay, fine. Um, yeah, really, John Wick might just be the exception. <laughs> Who's to say? Uh, all right. So the Lucy Goosey races commentary Wild, Wild West, which puts a funny spin on just horrible things, um, or the uh, possibly the creation. I don't know. I haven't done the research of the cinematic uh, uh, magical black person trope. What do we? What do we feel like? This is really tough. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> uh, I. So here, which is here's, worse? Here's here's where I'm at. Hmm. I, and it's not it's not necessarily to me about which is worse, but for the the same uh, the same reasoning I had for a mini award, I think between the two, it's more likely. And like I I wouldn't expect no, either of these things so... ever again. We have so many awards to give out. On this I episode. think it's more. Please stop introducing categories. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more likely that he would be presented with an opportunity to do the magical black person thing again. Oh, that's so and interesting. So, because the yes, the the Lucy Goosey racism from Wild Wild West was just like so completely shocking to me. I feel like yeah. I've never seen no that kind of thing in that way in that kind of movie before. I, I also think it should be pointed out that it was not only racist commentary, it was also ableist commentary. Sure. Because everything Will Smith was throwing at Loveless was about him being disabled. This is that's a good point. So it, mm-hmm. it was a it was a it was a very um uh hurtful two sided coin they were flipping. But yes. um I think that's a really that's a really good way to look at it. If if this is the award for things he should never do again, I yeah. I highly doubt a mainstream movie will ask of him to throw around these uh, slurs and awful uh, epithets 
Uh, whereas and I highly he, doubt it's something he would even consider at this point in his career either. Sure. I just sure. I can't imagine it being made. And then, on the other hand, I can't imagine him in his, like, 60s <laughs> being offered the role of, like, a, a mentor to some guy in a movie. And then it turns out he's a ghost. You know, that kind of thing. I mean, with his taste in dramas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, cross my... for King Richard, though. I'm hoping that's a good drama. <laughs> Mm. my vote here is for bagger vance yeah i i like that reasoning i think that makes sense i agree Ahmad, what about you yeah if um if will smith is listening to this and you know and we know he is yes and he's using this award to really zero in on one thing that he shouldn't do again then i think i would definitely like to throw my weight behind the magical black person trope i would also and if he is listening to this and again Mm -hmm. we know he is not one like, not one mention. <laughs> he does. He does. Tolls have a very ads. prolific Instagram account. He certainly does. He's <laughs> on the site. He uses the app, or his assistants use the app. I don't know who does, but I'm yeah. sure he's on it occasionally. Not one. Hey, look at this. I enjoyed this. I mean, help, help some young aspiring podcasters out. It's uh, we're devoting t- five months of our lives to you and the research of you and the why. I, I would. I might even have to say, how come he don't want us? Yeah. Oh my Ooh. God! We have to end Ooh. the podcast. That was it. That was the. Uh, we can't top that. That's and that's. I'm sorry. We'll never find out who won the Willies because uh, we. That that was terrific. All right, our last award, the Welcome to Earth Award, the award given that if aliens came down to Earth and they said, "So what's what's big? What's popular?" And we go, "Well, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people. Tom Hanks, Will Smith. They go, Will Smith. That's a fun name. What does he do? What makes him so special?" And we go, oh, he made a ton of movies. They go, great, pick only one. We have a certain amount of time. We, we would pick this film. The nominees are Men in Black, Bad Boys 2, I Am Legend, Men in Black 3, Suicide Squad, and Bad Boys for Life. I mean, I feel like we're just looking at the first two here. And uh, I, I really do have to say, it's it, for me, it's I think it's Men in Black. I think it has the whimsy. It has. I, I know Noah's going to disagree because I know Noah loves him in Bad Boys too. But I think it has the whimsy. It has the comedy. I think it. Pl- well, they are aliens. No, but he's helping aliens. This is tough because of that. We talked about this on a previous episode. Yeah, is that it is it is hard to to do one where he's protecting the scum of the universe. But they don't hate aliens, and that's an evil alien. I think that they would respond to the fact that he's there. He's helping to wipe out bad mm, aliens. That's a good point. But yeah. will they will they enjoy the representation? Mm. Like, dude. Do you think there's at least a chance that a few of the alien uh, depictions in Men in Black might show up in a different Don't Ever Do That Again award? I mean, that's a good question, but then I would counter you with, because I know you're going to go with for Bad Boys. Uh, is, is Bad Boys a negative representation of Americans? Do they understand that we're looking at that through a camp factor and the excess and the girls dancing and the undershot of the girls' skirt? And the insane violence and the overlong plot that that we're looking at that from it's so silly. Or are they going to go? Is this what you all like? Is this is this like? Are they going to get that nuance of Bad Boys too? I, I hope so, because if not, uh, like maybe we should have just given them the pursuit of happiness. Well, like I think delightful film. I mean, I I do I do, I do think in a certain in a certain way we have to trust that they will understand. Uh, big like popcorn star power we do often call them intelligent life <laughs> yes right. not always no Ahmad, what, I, are you, what are you thinking here 
Um, I agree. It is between Men in Black and Bad Boys Two. Um, I spent I spent a few days kind of toggling between both of them, and I ended up at Bad Boys Two. And here's why: hmm. because if we are, you know, we're showing this movement to these aliens, I want them to have, you know, the most like. I want them to have all of Will Smith in that role. And and in the Bad Boys 2 Will Smith, the the cursing, the the how funny he is, the way that he plays off of Martin Lawrence in that film, like that character, that is the Will Smith I want these aliens to see. He is great in Men in Black, but I just feel like the Will Smith that we have in Bad Boys 2 is just more representative of the of the Will Smith that we know. And so that's why I I decided on Bad Boys 2 when I was thinking about this. Okay, no, what about you? I I, uh, I think I'm going Bad Boys 2 as well, and I think the deciding factor for me, uh, you know, alien bit aside, is that I think he is definitively like by a, by a wide margin the best part of a good movie in Bad Boys 2. I think Men in Black just has so much to offer. It's just it's a really it's a really it's a really good movie in its own right. Tommy Lee Jones is incredible. Vincent D'Onofrio is incredible. It's got a really good script. I think Men in, I mean Will Smith obviously also is incredible in it, but I think his share of why Bad Boys 2 is good is higher than his share of why Men in Black is good. Is there anything to the sense that it's a sequel and maybe they just won't follow it? They're like, why are they friends? I don't understand. Where did they come from? All right, fine. I'll go Bad Boys 2. All right, Bad Boys 2 wins the welcome. Bad Boys 2 takes two awards. I make this look good and the Welcome to Earth Award. Uh, Men in Black 3 wins the How Come He Don't Want Me Award and the Magical Black Person trope in The Legend of Bagger Vance takes home the don't ever do that again that's it for the awardable quotables um all right here we go we're gonna start uh the willies now like uh most of what like the oscars noah what's what's specific about how they give out awards with the oscars um so usually the winner last year comes out on stage okay but that's obviously sure <laughs> sure um, you're gonna have to be a little more specific in your question. The rollout of the awards. Okay. They, they don't do them all at once. They do a few awards. They do a bit. They do a song. Sure. They do in memoriam. And yeah. They do more and they, awards. Uh, and they build and they, up. They start. To, well, they they start big and then they go small and build up. Right. I'm not gonna start big though. But yeah, that's actually, fine. you know what? I could actually. Let's do that. that. That's a lot of fun. You're right. They do often start with the supporting performances as most of these do so here we go we're going to start with we're going to give out some willies guys we're going to give out the awards I'm, for best supporting actress i'm very excited in a will smith I've, picture i've got a uh, i've got a big pile of statuettes next to me i'm gonna to have to do a lot of engraving <laughs> uh, when we're done so i can get these out in the mail asap Let me zoom out here where do i want to put all these do you say we're starting with supporting actress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just looking in my list here. I thought I had it marked better. Oh, there we go. I do. Okay, great. All right. We're starting with best supporting actress. The nominee. Let me zoom in a little bit. The nominees are Linda Fiorentino, Men in Black, 
Regina King, Enemy of the State, Gugu Mambathra, Concussion, Nassim Padrad, Aladdin, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Gemini Man. Now, gentlemen, before we get to the awards, any predictions, any thoughts, or should I just say it and then we'll discuss? Um, I'll, uh, I'll give, a f- I'll give a few thoughts here. I was, uh, I think the Mary Elizabeth nomination was a good one. She, for some, especially because she, for some reason, just like completely escaped my radar mm-hmm. uh, and ended up decently high on my, uh, on my final ballot. I, I think there's, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good options here. I think, uh, you know, early Regina King and enemy of the state was very cool. Uh, Nassim Pedrad was a great standout in Aladdin. Uh, Gugu, I think, clearly did. She probably did, gives the best performance in that movie. movie. Yeah, I think yeah. she she did the best with what she could in that, and was clear was clearly a talent. And uh, Linda Fiorentino, I thought, was also just a very uh, a very respectable part of me, of Men in Black. She's another uh, another great part of that ensemble. So I think I think there's a lot of great choices here. Mod, how do you feel about this? Who do you think will win? Oh, um, I have a feeling that it's between Nassim Pedrad and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. Um, I I like this category. I think that all of the the nominees earned their spot. A special shout out to Regina King. Um, in the in the short time she was on screen, I feel like she did an incredible job. So. I'm a big fan of hers and I was a big fan of her in that movie. So I'm excited to see who wins. Okay, here we go. And the Willie goes to Regina King, enemy of the state. Wow. Amazing. That is That's great. Right. That's right. I'm one Regina for one. King takes home her first Willie award on her first nomination. Um, she did win. I can go over uh, like if it was close, if there were runners up, if you guys feel like that's worthy, or we can do that off mic. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. She won by one with 13. Uh, coming in at number two with 12, Nassim Pedrad mm. for Aladdin. Just barely. Nice. And uh, Gugu came in with the least amount of votes with five. All right, best actor in a supporting role. Now, before I read the nominees, because I think it's more official if I read them and then give the winner, what do you guys think of this list? Who do you like? Who's worthy? Who do we hope wins? I think uh, this is a category that early on I thought was just like a runaway for Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the end of it, like I'm, I think there's uh, a lot of great contenders. I don't think it's necessarily a runaway for him anymore. Uh, Pantoliano in Bad Boys uh, is just a, an iconic part of an iconic franchise. Uh, Will Smith in Aladdin shows up late mm-hmm. to uh, to give an incredible supporting performance. Uh, D'Onofrio, uh, enough enough can't be said about him in Men in Black. I think this could uh, this could this could go in a bunch of ways. Ahmad. Yeah, I um I think I, I agree. I thought, you know, I mean we saw Enemy of the State pretty early on in our viewing and I was just like, Oh, Gene Hackman's gotta have this this award locked up. Um but now I, I really hope that uh Will Smith's Aladdin uh takes it. I thought he was incredible in that. So 
Well, let's find out. The best supporting actor in a Will Smith picture, the nominees are Vincent D'Onofrio, Men in Black, Gina Hackman, Enemy of the State, Joe Pantliano, Bad Boys for Life, Will Smith, Aladdin, and Will Smith, Independence Day. And the Willie goes to Vincent D'Onofrio, Men in Black. Cool. Vincent D'Onofrio takes home his first Willie and his first <laughs> nomination. Uh, there was a tie for second place. Uh, the, 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 the least vote getter, we'll start there, Will Smith, Independence Day. Five. Joe Pantliano got six for Bad Boys for Life and tied with 11, one point behind Vincent D'Onofrio's 12. So wow. we had 12 and then two 11s. Gene Hackman and Enemy, uh, Enemy of the State and Will Smith Aladdin tied for second. Wow. With 11. Barely eked out by Vincent D'Onofrio. I'd say uh, not not my top vote this time, but always always happy for D'Onofrio to get recognized. Neither of your top votes. <laughs> 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 and that's how uh, this kind of balloting works. Okay. Um let's 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 take a minute to look back on on these films on this uh, uh journey of his career not what was the most surprising thing that maybe you found out or that you realized or most surprising film either a rewatch um or uh actually yeah just in general what was the most surprising thing after rewatching all these movies we'll start with uh noah um to me and i I want to, I want to make sure I'm not, this isn't like as bad as uh, it sounds in my head, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, I was kind of surprised by how early he peaked so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just with Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, and then shortly thereafter, Bad Boys 2, uh, I think are all just like complete upper echelon Will Smith. What was the first film Uh, you mentioned? Bad Boys. Which I guess is bad, but like it's just kind of so. That's uh, seven years then, and we yeah. we we went through twenty five years. That was the first seven. Yeah, uh, but also just like thinking about that and like how Eight. relative like few movies he's made. Like he's not he's far he's far from an old man. He's not like at the end of his career by any means. And I mean. So I, 25 years, 27 films. That's, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot to knock out. And so short amount of time. But yeah. I, just, I, I feel like with how good Will Smith clearly is and how mm-hmm. much I enjoy watching him and things, there's still a lot of like great Will Smith to come. I think when we ultimately look back on his complete career, I don't think it's going to be such like a big heat map right at the beginning. There. I do. I do hope so. And we'll get into more of that toward the end of this. Uh, Ahmad, what about you? What was the most surprising thing that you came across or just thought of or experienced during the rewatch of these films? Um, the, the one thing I was, I was most excited about was seeing the films that I hadn't seen already in Wilson's catalog, which for me, I think it was four films, uh, legend of bagger Vance, bright, Men in Black 3 and Suicide Squad. Mm. Um, and I think as far as entertainment goes out of those four, it was two for two. I was very, very pleased with Men in Black 3. Like, such a great watch. I had a great time watching that movie. Um, and Suicide Squad was better than I had expected it to be. Um, so I was glad to... I guess that was one of my first forays into... Um, 
the DC universe. I've seen Wonder Woman, but um, it was good to to get more information about that story. Um, and Bagger Vance and Bright aside, um, I was happy to to be able to see both of those movies. I think the most surprising thing, and I've kind of been a champion of him the past few years, where every time Noah and I have seen a movie with him, my first thing is, man, he's really good in that. That movie sucked, but boy, was he... We saw Suicide Squad. I'm like, he's still a movie star. He can really command that screen. We saw Cloud a bit. I'm like, what a good performance he gave. Like I, and so what's surprising to me, I think, is that his star wattage never changed throughout his career. I think that he started by, you know, lighting up the screen in especially Men in Black. And then I think that he lights up the screen in the same way in Aladdin and in Bad Boys for Life. He's just, he's, he hasn't that star power has not dimmed that wattage has not gotten um softer in the years i think that he's you know he's moving slower he's picking less you know physical roles or whatever he's getting older but he still commands a screen when he's on i think that really surprised me is that every even in the you know worst movies he's giving a performance that you keep your eye on and uh, i think that's that was the most surprising is that there really wasn't a falter or a dip in the, uh, the actual quality of his work. And that includes after earth, which is a dim performance, but it's what was, it was written on the page and whatever. Um, and then uh, uh, also what was the most surprising? Um, what, oh, sorry. What was the best discovery? And I'm thinking more of film, but if you want to give something else, that's fine. But you know, we've all have seen films that we hadn't seen before. Um, and we rewatch films and watch them. So what was the most, uh, what was the best new discovery that we made? Um, I think for me, it might've been, it might've just been the second to last we watched Spies in the Skies I, out of the ones I hadn't seen, which was Legend of Bagger Vance, uh, Ali bright, uh, concussion. I think those were the ones I hadn't seen. Um, I think the one that I expected to just be whatever and was actually very enjoyable was uh, um, was Spies in Disguise. And I think it, it harkens back to what I had just said, which was that he gave a Will Smith performance. In Sharkdale, he didn't. He wasn't very energetic. The character tried to be, but he wasn't. But in Spies in Disguise, he really let that personality shine through. So I think that might be my most uh, my best discovery because I do think I'll rewatch that at some point. What about you guys? I think for me, it's uh, Spies in Disguise is definitely up there, but I think it's the discovery that both Men in Black 3 and Gemini Man were actually good and I liked them (laughs) because Gemini Man, much like Men in Black 3, you asked me a month ago, is that any good? I would have said, not really, no. And now I'd say for the most part, yeah, I think so. You also had never seen Enemy of the States. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. My answer's enemy of the state. Okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I don't really consider that a discovery because it's like I knew going in that I would love it. I just yeah. had never seen it for whatever reason. Sure, sure. Uh, so no, I'm st- I'm sticking with Gemini Man and Men in Black Three. It's a good answer. I, would, about- I wouldn't have guessed that I would like those movies since I saw them once and didn't. It's a good answer. What about you, Ahmad? Um, I've spoken enough about how much I loved Men in Black Three, so I'll choose something else. Um, probably a tie between Margot Robbie and Suicide Squad. Um, I don't think I'd really seen, not that I can remember her performance of, um, Harley Quinn. Oh no. I saw, uh, whatchamacallit, that movie, the movie she did most recently, 
birds oh of birds of prey yeah birds of prey yeah. um but it was good to see her performance in suicide squad i thought she was very good and you know coupling that with seeing her i think maybe the movie before or maybe it was the round before in mm-hmm. focus it was just like man i need to i need to watch more margot robbie movies because she's really sure. good she um, doesn't have too many which I, she's good in i Tanya, but i didn't really like the film oh, i did see i Tanya. yeah she's good in that yeah. too yeah she's she's great in wolf of wall street you probably have seen yeah. that mm-hmm. i need to rewatch yeah. that movie actually I do too. It's been on my list to rewatch. I haven't for a while. seen it since theaters. Oh. Yeah, not, neither have I. It's just it's been on my list for a while. Uh, all right, great. So let's let's keep. Uh, actually, no, no, we're not. We're gonna take a break. Let's uh, let's uh, hear from our sponsor. This episode of Getting Willy Witted is brought to you by The Matrix. We at The Matrix would like to apologize for our weeks of slander directed at Will Smith. Truth be told, we were simply jealous at how well his legacy sequel turned out. Bad Boys for Life was so good, wasn't it? And look, we all have high hopes for the Matrix Resurrections. We're optimistic. But let's not kid ourselves. It's not going to be Bad Boys for Life. Well, is this is this them actually verifying that it's called the Matrix Resurrections? Apparently. They wrote Ama- it. I mean, incredible. they sent me this copy. So yeah, I guess, incredible. I guess that's for sure. You heard it here first. It's not just on some giveaway gift yeah. and could be changed. It's great. Um, so, uh, so we're sorry. Will Smith is great, and we would have loved to have him in our franchise. Say lovey. All right, and we're back. Uh, let's give out some more awards. What do we say? I say let's yes. do it. All right, we're going to go uh, what I was originally going to start with, which is best original song of a Will Smith picture. Your nominees are Black Suits Coming, Nod Your Head by Will Smith featuring Trey Knox from Men in Black 2. Friend Like Me and Credits by Will Smith and DJ Khaled from Aladdin. Men in Black by Will Smith from Men in Black. Shake Your Tail Feather by Nellie, Murphy, Lee, and Diddy from Bad Boys 2. And Wild Wild West by Will Smith featuring Drew Hill and Cool Mo D from Wild Wild West. Now, before I say, Ahmad, I have a question. Is it... (laughs) Is Cisco on it? Because he's not on the Spotify feature, but he's on the Genius feature. And I know that he's in the music video. Yeah, so... Um, What's the discrepancy? I think Cisco uh, and... I don't know if the entire Drew Hill um, group was in it. But yeah, Cisco definitely lends his, his vocals to that song. Yeah, he's he's very clear voice, so he's mm-hmm. definitely in it. Uh, what what do we think about this category? Who who are the strong players? Who do we hope uh, comes out on top? I, I think there's oh, Ahmad. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Uh, I going into this, I thought that this was for sure just going to be between Wild Wild West and Men in Black, but. After listening to you know all some of these songs again, like since I saw the movie, I think Black Suit Coming has a great chance as a sleeper pick. Like I, I listened to that again when I watched the movie, and I was like, "This song is great." And which which so you, you were breaking up there for me? Which one? Oh, Black Suit's Coming. Oh, sure. Um, it's versatile, and I think it's just altogether a great song. But also, Shake Your Tail Feather is just, like, probably my favorite of this list. So I really have no idea where this is going to go. 
There are some lyrics that I I really like the beat of Nod Your Head. I like that it had. I really like it, but boy, the opening of that second verse is just <laughs> so bad. This chick, right? Serlina, making me sick, right? It's just like he's in like New York and he's on like a street corner. You know, so, I got this chick. Heard, you know what I mean? And she's, oh my god, this chick, right? You heard about this? I was actually in Chicago. And I was doing, like this chick, right? Serlina, making me sick, right? <laughs> oh, what about you? Um, this is one of those categories that I think there's, uh, I think there's like two right answers, but five good choices. Like okay. my number five pick here is like a really good song that I would, uh, I would listen to again, despite uh, it, this chick, right? <laughs> uh, but so I mean, for, your for number me, five it, pick was nod your head. Is that what you're saying? It was. Yes. Okay. Uh, which is For odd because when we were watching Men in Black Two, you specifically said you really liked the guitar in it. I did. I, th- yeah, I thought it, it would be on the list. I, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's a good song. I like it. Uh, yeah. For me, it's got to be between Men in Black and Shake a Tail Feather. I think they're simultaneously good songs and just like completely iconic to the movies they're part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you like again, really like I wouldn't be upset with any of these. I have a very soft spot. First of all, Will Smith's songs are a huge part of my cinematic culture when I was younger. I mean, them on the radio getting me excited for the movie itself, hearing them during the credits, there's something very visceral to that for me. Uh, And I like Wild Wild West more than both of you, according to our lists. And uh, (laughs) and I, I, I don't know what it is about that song, but I really like it. Maybe it is just the fact that it's just a straight beat ripoff of uh of uh i is it i am no what is the what is the stevie wonder song hold on it's gonna drive me crazy. oh um, song from the key of life what is this what is the song called? oh my god what's the name of i am legend <laughs> no, no i no. am weasel yes i am weasel that's exactly that's the stevie wonder from <laughs> songs in the key of life it's i am weasel uh, it's I wish, of course. It's yeah, I wish. I wish. Of course, it's I wish. <laughs> um, and it's just a straight rip off of that. But I think that his lyrics are really, really good in that, and uh, and 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 I have a real soft spot for that. But here we go. Let's find out what one. And the Willie goes to Men in Black by Will Smith from Men in Black. I expected I th- that. I think that's right. I think it's it's personally telling to me that like I'm, I'm sitting here trying to conjure the wild, wild West song in my head. And it, it turns into the, it turns into men in black. Dude, me too. <laughs> You're out, you both are out of your minds. What are you talking about? <laughs> like the, the do, 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 I mean, that's just Stevie wonder what I just did. Wicked wow, wicked wow. I mean, that's just ingrained yeah, like I, in my I, head. I do, I do the wicked wow thing, and then it just turns it. Here, Here comes the man in black. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, West, like, Jim I, West, okay. Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. I mean, it's so good. <laughs> Running this six gun in this, it's so good. Um, but I do think Men in Black is the correct choice here. I think that that is the epitome of the power of those songs for the movie's sake. Um, uh, Men in Black with uh, two early uh, willies. There we go. All right. Our next award that we're going to give out is uh, the best screenplay of a Will Smith picture. How do we feel about these nominees for screenplay, gentlemen? 
I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good. I think uh, I think you guys are both higher than on I Am Legend in this category than I would have been. I. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. The uh, the Men in Black won by one point. Number two, Men in Black had 14, which is the okay. most we've had for a winner so far. And uh, and the number two was Shaky Tail Feather. Okay, cool. So there you go. Go ahead, Noah. I oh yeah, I think I think for screenplay, uh, I'm I'm gonna be a little lower on I Am Legend than either of you. I think uh, I'm not really looking at that. But the other four, I think all have uh, all have varying degrees. I think Men in Black is a very a very complete script. Pursuit of Happiness has uh, a really great dramatic role written into it. Bad Boys for Life is a is a great understanding of a sort of already existing concept. It's a wonderful adaptation, and uh, Enemy of the State is just a a classic uh, genre political thriller. Really, really hits a lot of beats in there very well. All right, Ahmad, what about you? Yeah, this category was tough for me because I I mean I had to uh, ask you early on, Brian, like what really the difference was between best screenplay right. and best picture. Um, and then once you explained it to me, I really like looked at to like, okay, which of these, um, like had the best like story, like, which was like dialogue yeah. flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and so yeah. I really like this group, um, of five, um, with probably pursuit of happiness and enemy of the state probably leading for me. Um, I just really liked both of those from a, a story perspective and like how they were written. So. Okay, who do we think comes out on top? Let's get some predictions before I announce this. I, hmm, I think it's going to be one of the two that Ahmad just listed. I think it's going to be Enemy of the State or Pursuit of Happiness. Okay, let's find out. The nominees for the best screenplay of Will Smith picture are Bad Boys for Life by Chris Bremner, Peter Craig, and Joe Carnahan, Enemy of the State by David Marconi, I Am Legend by Mark Protoskvich and Akiva Goldsman, Men in Black by Ed Seldman, and The Pursuit of Happiness by Stephen Concord. And the Willie goes to David Marconi for Enemy of the State. Mm. Enemy of the State takes its second Willie of the evening, tying it with Men in Black. Uh, This was also close. We had three films in double digits here. Wow. We had Enemy of the State with 13, Men in Black with 12, and The Pursuit of Happiness with 10. So again, just barely eked out a win over Men in Black. And no, you said that we were both higher on I Am Legend than you. That might have been true for the nomination process, but I Am Legend has four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that ending for me. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of stiff competition it's up against. Oh yeah. But yeah, Enemy of the State, the adult uh, political thriller, takes its uh, takes the screenplay award. Very exciting. All right, Noah, come and gone from a theater near you. Take us back in time. All right. So we went last weekend to Martin Luther King Jr. Day in honor of Bad Boys for Life. This week, <laughs> I in like honor of Spies in Disguise. The whole point of that weekend is to be in honor of Martin Luther King Jr. We're like, we went back to Martin Luther King Jr. Day <laughs> in honor of Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I... Uh, this week, in honor of Spies in Disguise, we're revisiting Christmas. Uh, Spies in Disguise came out Christmas Day, 2019. 
along with three other movies. Oh, you're asking one of the movies came out on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Two years ago. Yes. Uh, we have... No, I'll, a I'll, year ago, basically. Yeah, yeah. It was Christmas before last. Fuck. All right, so it wasn't The Rise of Skywalker that had already been out. It wasn't Jumanji, the next level, that had already been out. Correct. Oh, shit. And I'll, I'll, tell, I'll, tell, I'll tell you here, we've got... Obviously, one of them is Spies in Disguise. Uh, there's one more wide release and two limited for just for Oscar contention releases. Yeah, I still want you to try to get me to guess those though. Sure. Um, all right. The other wide release was, it wasn't that Jennifer Lopez movie. Was it? No, that was, no, it was, no, not. That was the year before second act. <sighs> did we see it? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, did we like it? Yes. Oh, we like. Oh no, we liked it too. That's gonna make this harder. It makes it harder for some reason. All right, give me a clue. Okay, uh, I saw this in theaters many times. At least two, and I think maybe three. Was was I surprised that you kept seeing it in theaters? Was that a thing? No, I don't think so. Or did you just go because like think, people around you wanted to see it? Yeah, so that like, one. Yeah, let's just. I think, I think it was. I think it was pretty on brand for me to see this in theaters as much as I did. Shit. Is it? It's not animated, is it? It is not. No, it's a live action uh, adaptation. No, anymore. God damn it! Uh, of a uh, a very famous book that has previously been adapted into a film. Did it make money? Like, yes, it did. <laughs> what? It made money. It's been adapted a few times. And we saw it and you saw it several times. I have no idea. No, you'll have to keep going. That's the, okay. that's the issue. Like I'm so ingrained hey. in like 15 years ago, five years ago sure. that like yesterday, I don't know what I saw. I <laughs> uh, very uh, high profile cast. It was a uh, hotly anticipated follow-up to uh, an incredible uh, debut, a d- incredible directorial debut. That's interesting. Okay. Hold on. Is it up for Oscars? Yes. <laughs> Acting so, Oscars. So, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> it's not made for of, acting Oscars. Hold of, on. Wasn't Parasite? Was go ahead. Was one of them what? One of my favorite movies of the year. Doesn't help me. Uh, I don't remember my favorite movies of the year. Let's see. Parasite came out last year. Everyone was afraid Joker would win. Uh, Ferrari Ford versus Ferrari was in Best Picture. Um, oh, Little Women. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. I got that. I got that. I got that. I also saw it twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm thinking back. I'm pretty sure I did see it three times. I think I saw it with my dad as well. Yeah. You were the second time I saw it. Um, great movie. Great movie. Uh, have you seen Little Women, the 2019? Yes, I, I believe. I believe yeah. you watched it. Yeah, because I think we talked about it. I was at your house and we talked. It might have been for New Year's we talked about. Mm, okay, that incredible movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Great. That opened to. Ooh, that made a lot of money. That opened to. to what's What's the What am I going for here? Weekend, a five I, day. What What day was the twenty fifth? That so the twenty fifth was a Wednesday. All right. So we'll we'll try so, to do a, we'll do a five day. I'll say thirty. Uh yeah, twenty nine point two. 
Yeah. Okay. What, uh, what are the other ones? The platforms. Well, let's uh, let's do uh, let's do spies in disguise real quick. Do you know what that opened to? In the yes, twenty two. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the platformers here. We are looking for one major Oscar frontrunner and one uh, hopeful that I don't think amounted to any nominations. But I'm going to double check that. It was a front runner again. Yeah. Don't know what was nominated. Wasn't Ferrari V Ford. Wasn't Parasite. Wasn't Joker. Uh, who won best? I know who won best actor. Who won best actress? Who beat Sersha? Oh, was one of them Bombshell? No. Damn. Oh uh, well, I don't know if one of the Bombshell women won. I don't think so. No, they yeah. didn't. But bo- I thought Bombshell might have been one of them. No, the movie was not Bombshell. Uh, and oh, would not have been considered for any acting awards. All right. Uh, mortal a- mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines? The City of Bones? <laughs> no. No, that's... that's uh, uh, what's, No, Mortal Engines was the Peter Jackson produced thing. What is the City of Bones one? That is a that is a subtitle for something. Is that, that's Mortal Instruments. I didn't even have to look at Oh, okay. Yeah. You no, fool. Was- know what mortal engines is uh, it was the one about the floating cities hugo weaving was in it oh yeah that was that wasn't the oscar front runner it might have that's true <laughs> i'm not thinking of the oscar front i'm thinking of the other one that didn't amount oh, to I see. Oscar okay front. uh no the other the the other one would have been in contention for acting awards i think primarily supporting actor uh, uh, I, i'm gonna need more this is going on too long keep going yes okay i uh, so uh, let's go with the big contender, a uh, major, major technical contender okay. uh, and winner. What else you got? Uh, a lot's happened in the last year. What else you got? Sure. Um, <laughs> we're looking at, let's see. It's a, uh, this is, 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 it's a historical drama slash. I'll just say war movie. It's a it's a war movie. Yes. Oh, 1917. Yes, there it is. <laughs> I saw that twice at least. Okay. Sure, that opened to uh Oh, that was platform, right? That was limited yes. release. It was 11 I've I'm not I'm not going to Yeah, I'm no. not going to guess. What's the other one? Uh, it's 5 day was a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, the other one, all right. We're looking at a uh, a smaller also, no it's also based on a true story a mm. uh, a trial not like a crime drama but a law drama oh a law drama oh 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 yeah sure just mercy that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, not, that opened that, that opened in four theaters to a five day of two hundred and twenty six thousand dollars gotcha all right great um let's let's give really it a gotcha with little women there you really did. Let's give it another award. Please. Best director of a Will Smith picture. How do we feel about these contenders? Who do we think is going to pull this out? Noah, you had said uh, uh, privately that there is only one option here for you. Yes. This, is this I think, is the you category. You said it's inconceivable for... anything else could win. I, I, think, I think, to me, it's inconceivable that anything else should win. Okay. Good. I think... Uh, Certainly, I mean, at this point, you got to consider Men in Black a hot contender for every award. 
So I would not be surprised well, at all. It has the same, um, same has the same amount of awards as Enemy of the State. Yes. Uh, but even just the ones it doesn't win, it's like right there. Mm. Uh, but yes, to me, I think this uh, has to be Tony Scott. I think he's he has such a such a distinct style that comes through in all his movies and serves them very well as opposed to like Michael Bay, who has such a distinct style that like mostly serves bad boys too well, except yeah. for sometimes it doesn't. Amad, what about you? How do you feel about these nominees? Who, who, who looks good? Here? This was, this was so tough. Like, uh, <laughs> like I was, <laughs> like, I, I really didn't know, know what to do. Um, I, I definitely had Tony Scott, Barry Sonnenfeld and, Gabriel Muccino, like in my top three, but like these, these are all like great directed movies. Like that's one of the reasons why most of these were in the best picture conversation, you know? So yeah, I, I, they usually I, go I hand in hand. <laughs> well, let's find out the nominees for the best director of the Will Smith picture are Michael Bay, bad boys Two, Francis Lawrence. I am legend. Gabriel Muccino, the pursuit of happiness. Tony Scott, Enemy of the State, and Barry Sonnenfeld, Men in Black. And the Willie goes to Barry Sonnenfeld, Men in Black. All right. That's that's fine with that. Was my second that was my second number two choice. And once Can't... again, one by one point. So, <laughs> there were a lot of these where I was I was going, all right, I got a mod score, I got my score. Oh my it's a tie. No has to be <laughs> Or, or there was one, I think it was, uh, I, I was out loud going, oh, they could catch up or, oh, they overtook them. But um, yes, that was uh, a close one. Uh, and then also uh, Gabriel came in third with nine. Michael Bay had eight. So even that was uh, one, one, one against one. But yes, Barry Sonnenfeld wins for him. If I had, uh, if I'd been a thinking man, I would have recognized that Barry thought Sonnenfeld was a threat and put him lower on my ballot to Ooh. sabotage him. That is part of it. It's not the correct way to vote, but it is a strategy. No, it's not. Vote. It's not what I did. I, vo- I voted what I thought was correct, but oh well. All right, um, Ahmad, do you have a, a song of the week for us? Um, I do. What is it? Yes. Um, so because this is the finale, this is the end, um, I was like, let me find, to stay on theme with the end, let me find a hip hop song that talks about the end of the world. There are lots of Ooh. them, as you, is it like, the, is you it might the... be surprised to know, but a lot of rappers. A little are... My fingers. <laughs> yeah. My, a lot of rappers. My my fingers are crossed for the, the, the Diddy Godzilla song that, uh... <laughs> That's, it, uh, that's that's the Led Zeppelin uh, It's not that one, but um, there are a lot of rappers who are obsessed with rapping about um, the apocalypse and the many uh, times the world has been about to end. One of those is Busta Rhymes. Um, mm. He has at least two albums that you know are themed, and you know the concept behind them is the apocalypse. One of those came out last year. Um, he released his album Extinction Level Event 2, The Wrath of God. And one of the best songs, <laughs> yes, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, the 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 album cover is like a dude who 
maybe it's supposed to be Buster Rhymes, but all you see is his skull, and he's wearing a weird mask around his face, similar to the like you know the mask we're wearing for the pandemic. But this one looks deadly. It's a weird album and album cover, but a good album. And the best song from that album is a song called "Look Over Your Shoulder," which features Kendrick Lamar. Um, the first oh, verse we've gotten from Kendrick in a long time so it was there was a lot of um there was a lot of anticipation and hype over it when it dropped it also samples uh the jackson five song i'll be there so the production is incredible buster rhymes is incredible and kendrick uh gives a show-stopping verse to start the song um i think i mentioned maybe on a podcast that when i first heard this song i had no idea kendrick was on it and when Kendrick's voice started playing through my headphones, I let out an audible gasp because I just, <laughs> I had no idea he was on the song and it had been so long since we received new music from Kendrick that I was shocked. So Look Over Your Shoulders by Busta Rhymes featuring Kendrick Lamar um, is the song of the week. Do you think that like modern day rappers that aren't like a huge deal anymore like your busta rhymes of the world like do you think they're kind of afraid to have kendrick on their songs to just get like that that they're just gonna get like completely blown out yes um i i think busta probably is not because i think busta is very confident in his in his abilities to rap um, oh sure but i if I was, if I was, you know, just like a, a regular rapper who's maybe just like treading water, like, yes, a Kendrick verse will like really increase my visibility. But do I want to get like washed by Kendrick on my own song? I don't think I do. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, a tough pill to swallow because it would be, it would be a great way to, for instance, like get Busta Rhymes in the news again. <laughs> It's not really on top of his game anymore. I don't know how, like, if he's still a good rapper. I'm sure he is, but he's just not. He's no J. Cole. <laughs> right. J. Cole's still big. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Listen, when J. Cole's in a, in, in a Halloween movie and facing off against Michael Myers, we can talk about J. Cole in a comparison with Buster Rhymes. Okay? <laughs> okay, fair enough. I forgot what he says to Michael. He calls him like a name. I forgot what it is. Maybe like an ugly motherfucker or something. It's 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 very funny. Um All right. Our next award. Best actress in a Will Smith picture. How do we feel about this group of actresses? I feel very good about it. Uh I don't know. I mean, I think obviously I have my preferences here, but I think they're all uh, they're they're all worthy contenders for different reasons. Very uh, very happy that Naomi Scott made the list late. It's very Mad what about you. That movie. Yeah, I think this is a this is a great group of nominees, but at the end of the day, I think I expect Margot Robbie to walk away with an award here. <laughs> But for which film? Exactly. I just well, found myself wondering that as well because well, I have one of them ranked much higher than the other. I hope you have both of them ranked, Noah. Well, you got my ballot. So we'll find out. I didn't look at the ballots for these. Ah, yes. You cooked the books. These top awards I just picked who I liked. Um, the nominees for the Best Actress in a Will Smith Picture are Rosario Dawson, Seven Pounds, Ava Mendez, Hitch. Margot Robbie, Focus, 
Margot Robbie's Suicide Squad, and Naomi Scott, Aladdin. And the Willie goes too. In a clean sweep, Margot Robbie focused. The number one answer on each wow. ballot. Oh, cool. That was, I was... Uh... As as we were talking, focus gets a willy, Noah. Focus gets a willy. That's very exciting. I was uh, I was really worried that Margot Robbie was going to split the vote, Mm. and that you both would say like, yeah, Margot was great in both of those things because she's just very good, but like she's definitely better in Suicide Squad. Sure. In second place, with because she was number one, it's not a you know the next person has fourteen, so instead the second place with ten. Margot Robbie, Suicide Squad. Okay. Good she's a really good actress. She's very, she's very good. Best non-Will Smith actor in a Will Smith picture. <laughs> How do we feel? What are we looking like? We got three Martin Lawrence performances here. Yes. Do, do, does he split the vote three ways? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I think there's a... You know, I, again, I think there's just, I think there is a definitive answer here. I, so, I think uh, I agree with you there. I think, I think if this was like Martin, just Martin Lawrence in the bad boys franchise, like cumul- cumulatively, his impact on that might, uh, might sway me here. But like, I, I think there's a front runner for sure. Let's find Ahmad, what about you? How do you feel about this? Yeah, Who's, do you think there's a front runner as well? Yeah, yeah, I think um, <laughs> I, I laughed at how much Martin Lawrence was featured in this <laughs> in this group, um, but I also do think that there is there was really only one number one answer. Let's find out. The nominees are Tommy Lee Jones, Men in Black, Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys, Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys Two, Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys for Life, and Bill Pullman, Independence Day. And the Willie goes to, with another clean sweep, Tommy Lee Jones, Men in Black. Damn right. Number one on each of our ballots. Coming in at number two, Martin Lawrence with 12 for Bad Boys 2. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Pullman had eight, Bad Boys 1 had six, and Bad Boys for Life had four. Uh... 15 points for Tommy Lee Jones. He wins the Willie for best non-Will Smith actor. I think that's incredibly fitting. I now have a proposition for you, gentlemen. The reason why we don't have Will Smith on this list is because each week we were ranking Will Smith performances and we just ultimately decided the pursuit of happiness is uh, Will Smith's greatest performance, right? Yes. So if that was on a list, that would probably win. Or would it? I would like each of you to text me Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith in order, and I will give them points. This is just this is just Will Smith in pursuit of happiness, correct? Our our number one Will Smith pick versus the winner of the Willies, and let's see that if he was in the competition, would he win? I know it's not exact science because the, there are other names here, and you could slot them differently. But let's just find out if if the winner of that poll and the winner of this poll would come out. Who would come out as number one? I have to do slight math now. <laughs> I mean, you just got to look at who uh, two, at least two of us are going to vote 
the same guy on top. Yeah, no, hold on. Just shut up. Everybody shut okay. up for a second. <laughs> everybody just everybody just be quiet for two seconds. You get that, and then you get this. Okay, it's a tie after no and I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have it. The winner, five against four, was Will Smith in The Pursuit of Happiness. Taking it over Tommy Lee Jones. But that does not diminish Tommy Lee Jones' win in this category. No. I I did uh, I did vote Tommy Lee Jones overall. I don't think I can speak highly enough about his performance in N in Black. But I also do think it's probably appropriate that Will Smith <laughs> is declared uh, the ultimate winner here anyway. True. Because this is not getting Tommy with it. <laughs> No, that that that's our next collaboration. Of, we'll do next year. Go ahead and check your yeah. email. I was listen. I was thinking about we should have a discussion about what actor we might want to do, like eight months from now. And yeah. uh, I think we just picked it. Just picked <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones run. Very excited to watch U.S. Marshals. <laughs> um, it's going to be called the "I Don't Care" podcast. That's his famous uh. line from The Fugitive. Ahmad, have you ever seen The Fugitive? No. So, so there's a girl. So you know what it's about? It's about a guy who's who's framed for his wife's murder, and he has to go on the run to try to clear his name. It's a great movie. And Harrison Ford is the guy, and Tommy Lee Jones is the U.S. Marshal. Who Tommy Lee Jones won an Oscar for it, and he's the, he's the U.S. Marshal chasing him. And there's this climactic, not climactic. It happens about halfway through. There's this great scene in this like storm drain, where uh, t- uh, Tommy Lee Jones has him cornered. He's up against like a waterfall. Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford looks at him and Harrison Ford just goes, I didn't kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones, in the coolest way possible, just goes, I don't care. <laughs> As in, like, it's just my job, man. I just got to bring you in. Like, I don't give a shit whether you did it. It's such a good line where he's like, yeah, okay, cool. That doesn't factor into my decision at all. I need to take you in. It's such a dope line. <laughs> I don't care. It's so good. Um it's a good movie. You should watch it. You might watch it for uh, our upcoming tournament <laughs> if it makes it far enough, <laughs> um, which we'll talk about later. All right. Before I give out the final award, let's take a look back. Let's do a final recap of getting Willie with it, of Will Smith's career. Any thoughts overall on uh, what we've seen throughout his career, on his career so far? Any general thoughts? Um, if you don't have any, um, I'm also going to ask you where would you like to see his career go? And what do you? What has it meant to you? His career. Sorry. What has the career meant to the film industry, and maybe to you personally, if anything comes up? What do you think about any of those topics? I, I have a great answer right off the bat for where would I like to see his career go? Hmm. Uh, because I was going to pose a similar question. I, uh, I think, and this is just like a one specific thing. I think he should be in a movie with George Clooney. Uh, kind of as mm. soon as possible. Mm. I think they are kind of two sides of a similar coin. Uh, you know, George Clooney is a much sort of like smoother. I would take cool. him, him and Brad Pitt too, maybe. Oh yeah, Brad, I, Brad Pitt would also. Will be Smith great. and Brad Pitt would be Whereas, so good. Yeah, either. just two. Will Smith and, or Brad Pitt and George Clooney are are both two kind of just like smooth, easygoing, cool guys. Whereas Will Smith is a much more like. A uh, big uh, crackling personality, 
that I think would work incredibly well together in many different kinds of movies. Uh, obviously, Smith and Clooney have both done great heist films. Uh, different degrees of great, I'll grant you, but still. Uh, I think, you know, just a a nice kind of low-key drama would work. I don't know. I'll take them in whatever they get, but I think their, their styles would play together uh, incredibly well, and I really want to see it. Okay. Uh, anything else to those topics? I can throw it over to Ahmad. What do you think about it? Ahmad, thoughts on his career as a whole? Where do you like to see him go? And what do you think Will Smith's career has meant to the film industry and to you personally, if anything? Yeah. Um, Noah actually actually mentioned something I was going to say. I, I love heist movies. It's just something about them, even though a lot of times they can be predictable. I just, it doesn't matter. I want to see a heist movie in, in any sort of way. And I think Will Smith in a heist movie. Oh man. Like just, just give it to me. I just, I just want to see what he can do in it. Like, I think that would be awesome. Um, I, I have loved Will Smith ever since um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He like, that's one of my favorite TV shows period. So I was very excited uh, once he started making movies. And once I started seeing his movies, to see his progression. Um, I was happy to see the way he progressed um, throughout this, this series, how he tackled so many different types of movies. And at the end of the day, through all of them, like his performances and his per- personality, like rang true for the, the most part as a whole. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes. Um I was happy to see that the the latter part, like the last four movies that we watched, he kind of got back into the swing of things because you know the you could say the the two uh, episodes prior to that um, things got a little rough. So I was happy to see that he you know turned it all around, and I'm hoping to see if he can keep that momentum up. Um, I know that he's he's got King Richard coming up this year. Um, which uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm curious. I don't know much about like the plot and like what the direction of the movie is going to be, but I'm curious to see, see him in that. Um, but yeah, I think this has been a great series and I'm happy um, with Will Smith as an actor and glad that we were able to see so many good movies with him in it. You know, Will Smith, I think was my first movie star who was the first guy who, seemed like he was for me and appealed to my generation. He was the biggest star on the planet. Uh, He was the coolest movie star out there. Uh, You know, when I was a kid, I wasn't watching the Oscars as intently or the Golden Globes. I was watching the Kids' Choice Awards and the MTV Movie Awards, and he was on every single one of those. His infectious laugh, his appealing nature. um, He was the only movie star who you would want to who you'd think would make you laugh in person. It wasn't a comedian. He was the first movie star who who was cool, who was for me. And I think for my generation, um, you know, I, 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 I had the VHS of men in black. I saw, uh, uh, wild West in theaters. I had the toys from Burger King. I listened to the songs. I was into it. And as a, a film, um, enthusiast as I am, it's, he will always be a very important part of my film, development and just my growing up uh loving this medium um i think for the film industry he's obviously an incredibly successful he's one of the most successful black actors we've ever had uh he's 
versatile. I think that his run in between 2002 and 2008 is one of the more impressive box office runs. They were, you know, once you get past the two sequels, but even then PG 13 kid targeted sequel, hard R rated sequel. Uh, all the genres were different. Um, action, drama, romance, and he hit it out of the superhero and he hit it out of the park with every single one of them. And I think that's a testament to his brand and how well he appealed to all of us. Um, so for me personally, he was hugely, he was very much part of my, my life and my, my taste and my style growing up. Um, and he made me excited for summer movies that I still am as excited for today. And then as far as where I'd like to see him go, I would like to see him be in more uh, ensemble films. I want to mm-hmm. see him more, a part of a team or a part of a crew or just a part of, uh, I want him to pick great directors to work with. I want him to pick great actors to work with. I think they can only elevate him. Um, I would love to see him in a heist flick. I want to see him as a villain. I want to see him as a villain, not in the cop drama sort of way where he's just murdering people up, but also not, not in the, uh, uh, by cop drama, I mean gritty cop drama. I don't want him sure. to be like the the villain in you know Street Kings or or Training Day. I want him to be the uh, uh, and not. I don't want him to be you know the villain in a superhero movie. I want him to be like a Hans Gruber. I want him to be an over the top scenery chewing villain in an action movie where he can let his charm shine in a negative way i want him to stretch that way i want him to do character pieces um i think that uh him jumping into some franchises might be beneficial but i mm. i i do want to see him work with uh with really talented filmmakers and directors because he's still a great actor and he still has star power when he when he can flex it he really can flex it and and so um i think that it's immeasurable what he's meant to uh to the box office and to the film industry and to his, uh, his fans like me. And, and I want him to, I want him to chase that Oscar. Like don't force it, but like make another run at it. Like see, see what, what lines up, you know, script wise and director wise. I haven't seen any footage, but I think that's exactly what he's doing with King Richard. Mm. Um, that seems to be a very Oscar Beatty, uh, project. Let me see who's directing it. So it's directed by Ronaldo Marcus Green, who I've never... Oh, he's a young filmmaker. Okay. Okay, he's barely done anything. All right. Wow. He's a young filmmaker. But, um, yeah, I, I, I do think that he's good enough to uh, one day uh, win an Oscar. And so I hope he does that as well. All right. Uh, any other final thoughts, or should we just get to the best Will Smith picture? I I think you uh, you covered most of it. I think you said it very well. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think we'll see a career like his for a while until, until at least Hollywood has the opportunity to go through several more iterations and yeah. arrive back at the point when someone can make Independence Day and Men in Black again. I agree. You know the difference. You know we have so many stars who can open movies on their name alone um we've so few of them the last one mainly being leonardo dicaprio but what makes his special is that they're all critically acclaimed they're mostly r-rated and they come out every four years will smith was doing this every year Mm -hmm. and so i think he is probably the last big uh, movie star who could make diverse films and hit it out of the park so he is really uh one for the books um let's get into it 
what do we think of these final group of five films? Where do we think this is leaning? What do we think will win? What should win? Maybe not what should win. That'll tip your votes. But what do we think uh, of this group? I think it's a very representative group of uh, of kind of what Will Smith has to offer. You know, Pursuit of Happiness is uh, our consensus best Will Smith performance. It's certainly his best dramatic performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad Boys 2 and Bad Boys for Life are sort of like the two... Bad Boys 2, I think, is the absolute peak of what he's capable of as a movie star. And Bad Boys for Life is like that, except uh, the movie's a little better. Yeah. Overall. Uh, Enemy of the State kind of stands alone as his, uh, I guess maybe, I Am Legend kind of counts as like a a big genre movie kind of thing for him. Uh, But it's it's just like it's it's just a, an early adult movie from a, you know, prop, one of the most distinct uh, and prolific directors he's worked with. Uh, and Men in Black is just kind of I mean, it's the front runner in all of these categories for a reason. It's incredibly good. It's it has so much to offer. Uh, and I'm sure it will be in the top two vote getters here, at least. Mod, what about you? Yeah, I I completely agree with everything Noah just said. Um, I I love this group of movies, and I think every single one I will definitely be watching many more times in the future. Pursuit of Happiness, maybe a little less, just because it's so sad. Um, yeah, you know, it's not it's not by fault of the movie. It's just a really sad thing to like sit down and watch. But you know. I think that these are these are movies that I would definitely be showing to my kids in the future. It's like, hey, you probably think Will Smith is just this old guy who used to <laughs> who used to be a good actor, but like you don't really know. Let let me let me put you on to Bad Boys <laughs> in this amazing franchise. I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna call uh, Uncle Brian and Uncle Noah. They'll come over and we'll we'll, we'll all have a, a Will Smith marathon. Yeah. Do you have uh, 15 hours? Listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. Um, I I think this is a, a great representation um, of everything that we've been doing over the past seven weeks. So I'm excited. All right. The nominees for best Will Smith picture are Bad Boys Two, Enemy of the State. Men in Black, The Pursuit of Happiness, and Bad Boys for Life. And the Willy goes to... Once again, in a clean sweep, Men in Black. Yep. yep. Cool. That's- Men in Black wins its fifth Willy out of six... No, that can't be right. Seven, eight. There's eight, no, there's eight uh, nominees. Six out of eight. Five out of eight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> five, five out of six. Five willies out of eight possible awards. Wow. Men in Black takes. Men in Black wins director, picture, actor, supporting actor, and original song. I think that really speaks to why Men in Black wins Best Picture. I think it it has like a little bit of everything. It is uh, Will Smith at his uh, his early hungry kind of best uh Tommy Lee Jones is incredible award winning performance in this 
Vincent D'Onofrio is incredible. It's funny. It's got good action. Uh, the little the aliens are just like well well rendered and interesting. Mm-hmm. It Rick, doesn't have Rick, like Rick Baker's a genius of uh, effects and makeup. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like I think there's you know I don't I don't want to overstate you know it's not like a like a deep interesting drama but there's like some thoughtful stuff going on in this like the the whole scene on the park bench when will smith talks to tommy lee jones and just like sits there all night contemplating his life and the universe and stuff it's like it's a small it's a small moment but it like it really sticks with me like I, i still kind of think about that scene it's got the great line from tommy lee jones Or he says, you know, like a person is smart. People are scared, dangerous animals or whatever. Yeah. That's a a really good piece of dialogue. And that's just a really effectively, like, just effective moment to let that movie breathe and kind of be be just like a little bit more than it is for a second. I think the whole thing is really good. Like, I, I I think actually that's, going back to one of your early questions, that's my biggest surprise in all this. Like, I always knew... I loved men in black, but I don't know that I knew that men in black is like legitimately great. Yeah. And it just, it just is. It just is. Ahmad men in black wins five willies. How do you feel about it? Uh, it makes sense. It really does. I, um, I, I knew that it would walk away <laughs> with at least, at least three or four, but it's a great movie. Um, early Will Smith, <laughs> when you're really getting to see what he's all about, it's coming to his own acting wise. And, you know, it's the right choice. Enemy of the state takes two and just for Noah, <laughs> one for focus. <laughs> Incredible. A little something for everybody. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, those are the willies. Just a recap of the winners. Men in black from men in black wins best original song. Enemy of the State, the screenplay by David Marconi wins Best Screenplay. Regina King for Enemy of the State takes home Supporting Actress. Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black wins Best Supporting Actor. Margot Robbie for Focus wins Best Actress. Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black wins Best Non-Will Smith Actor. Barry Sonnenfeld wins Best Director. And the Best Will Smith Picture we have watched is Men in Black. It's the Men in. It's the Men in. Um... All right, Noah, uh, before we say goodbye, uh, let's do some plugs. Noah, plug us up. All right, you can come find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I am at Brian DeServer, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. And of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. We're on those little podcast apps that like I use for instance, and I'm sure many other people use, but you know, they don't get name dropped. They're not, they're not big, fancy, shiny, but we're there. Sure. I, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, tied for second place with 10 points apiece, enemy of the state and bad boys too. That's how that shook out. Ahmad, what do you have going on, uh, in the coming weeks? What are you doing? Yeah. Thinking outside the boom box, your number one source for hip hop and R and B news. Um, Next episodes will be uh, the Thinking Outside the Boombox annual hip hop and R&B award show, fifth annual, um, probably sometime next week. I'll be recording, maybe next weekend, I'll be recording 
that episode uh, revealing who won the awards for the year, kicking off the new season of the show. Um, the Grammys, I think, are the following weekend. So at some point, I'll probably recap what happens there. Um, and then I've got a tournament starting with a special co-host, my wife, Karen. Um, Woo. So a trailer for that will probably be dropping next week. Um, and then that'll uh, get kicked off on March 21st. So uh, awesome. Yeah. Thinking outside the boombox.com TOTB, the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Very exciting. Um, Noah, we'll, Noah and I will be talking about the golden globe and what that means for everything uh, next week. And also next week is beginning our new tournament. It's March, which means we got to have another multiplex madness. This time we're doing the last decade we could possibly do the 1990s. We're searching for the greatest blockbuster of the decade. We, we grew up in that we were born in. Um, I know, and listen, this is an incredible decade of film. Okay, listen it, to some. It really is. Listen to some of these contenders. Uh, we have 108 going into the draft. Uh, and Ahmad, listen. You will, you will name a mere 75 of them right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna name just, just a, just at least 50. Here we go. Uh, Titanic, <laughs> Forrest Gump, Ghost. I'll do the top five grocers, and then maybe some others involved. And then no, no, I'm just gonna name random ones. Titanic, Forrest Gump, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, Pulp Fiction's involved here, guys. Mrs. Doubtfire, Liar Liar, Big Daddy, Sister Act, The Birdcage. Uh, we got The Sixth Sense, The Blair Witch Project, Silence of the Lambs, two the first two Scream movies, Jurassic Park, Home Alone, Men in Black Independence Day is going to be involved. Will Smith's in this tournament. Mission Impossible, The Matrix, The Mummy, Rush Hour. Uh, uh, the, oh, also we have Bad Boys, though I doubt that'll get picked. Uh, The Lion King, Aladdin. Listen to these Disney animated films: The Lion King, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Mulan, along with Beauty and the Beast, A Bug's Life, Tarzan, Twister, Armageddon, Air Force One, Speed, Pretty Woman. There's something about Mary, Jerry Maguire, Notting Hill, My Best Friend's Wedding, Star Wars Episode One, Toy Story Two, all uh, two of the Austin Powers films. Or maybe just the, actually, I think just the second one. Terminator 2, Batman Forever, Batman Returns. I mean, it is just a bevy of huge, influential blockbusters we're going to be discussing. we got to find the best ones. We're going to be doing that. Uh, we hope to have Ahmad back on the podcast um, as we narrow down those choices. Yeah, I've and, seen all of those except for like maybe five you just mentioned, so I'm very excited about that. Oh, great. That's good. Yeah, we were we're doing the draft early because we're gonna have a lot of matchups we might have to watch. Um, well, that's that's it uh, for getting Willie with it. Uh, I want to thank uh, Noah as always, but I especially because I don't get a chance to do this every week. I want to thank Ahmad, who's uh, this is, was basically his idea. He he agreed to take uh, a lot of his valuable time and podcasting time to to do this silly endeavor with us, and so uh, we couldn't ask for a, a better co-host and collaborator than you. So thank you for for doing this, all your effort and hard work. Thank you, and definitely not silly. This is a great endeavor. Um, people would be so lucky to to hear us talk about Will Smith for fifteen. That's hours. true. That's true. <laughs> Let's That's compromise true. and say that it was both great and <laughs> silly. <laughs> okay, That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but uh, thanks for doing this with us. Um, that's it for getting willy with it. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. We thank Ahmad for all of his help and hard work. And until then, oh, one more thing before we get into this, I do want to say this is not the end of getting willy with it because as Will Smith continues to make movies, 
we will continue to have to add them to our rankings of best oh, films yeah. and performances. So every time a movie comes out, we're all going to watch it. We're going to hop on the podcast and we're going to re- quickly review it and where it fits in on those lists. So yeah, have a this will not be the end. Exactly. So this will not be the end. This will just, just uh, uh, see you down the road. Uh, so long. Um, so until then, until King Richard, <laughs> we ride together. <laughs> we socially distance together. Will Smith for life. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.